It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? It is February 23rd. This is Fightful Wrestling. It is the list in your boy. I am Sean Ross Sapp. We are here live until about 3.55 Eastern, at which time I will go and uh, debut my new gimmick on Quizzlemania, Jimmy. I know you just love these days. Oh, I watch all of them live, Sean. I know you do. Well, no list <laughs> goes on today, but I'm making it up to you guys. You get exclusive interviews on FightfulSelect.com. How about this today? If you're watching this, I assume you just don't care about spoilers because why the hell else are you watching my show? I just broke the news that Swerve Scott, Swerve Strickland, is signing with AEW. It was speculated in the observer last week. This has been in motion for several weeks. Uh, his deal, uh, well, you know what? You can go over to FightfulSelect.com for the details, but that's not it. There is another big free agent name backstage at AEW Dynamite tonight. FightfulSelect.com has that. It also has my interview with Virgil. Um, I did not prepare for the reach this would have uh i interviewed x-pac last night and he's like oh i saw it really and uh apparently eric bischoff was talking about it on his show really um, i had no idea how that would go i i you did tell me that you know certain wwe personnel saw it yes and 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 i'll be completely honest with you i think maybe because of the way you set it up it sure. came off. It came off better than I expected. I mean, yes, it was awkward, and and he was in a whole other universe. I didn't think but... it would ever be airable under any situation, but as it turns out, some people like to watch a train wreck. And I just want to say, guys, I don't want you to target Virgil. Virgil was a very sweet man. He was very nice. Yeah. Um. It was awkward. It was just a weird thing. But you know what's not weird? Sending in Super Chats, sending in Humper Chats. Go to HumperChats.com if you go, Sean, what in the hootin' heck are Humper Chats? Well, that's our PayPal Streamlabs platform. You can leave questions before we go in the air. Like, for example, if you want to leave questions for tonight's AEW show, you can do that. We've got Dante saying, for the Twitter Defense Fund, they're on your case when the article isn't behind a paywall. There's no winning with Twitter. Guys, I, I, I hear your concern. Well, okay. I hear the few of your concerns about us covering Brian Danielson saying AEW isn't quite perfect. If that's what you're pretending to be mad about today, boy, you have you you've got a lot of you got a lot of other things to worry about. A lot of other things to worry about. We cover things in kayfabe. I don't know if you guys know this, but we cover things in kayfabe and in shoot. And I would like to think that our audience doesn't need their hand held with a big parenthesis that says kayfabe after it. So, and honestly, none of the wrestlers would want us to do that. They would want those lines to be blurred. And also, we don't write anything without expecting people to click on it and get the context because we don't get paid off the retweets, Jimmy. Hmm. We get paid off those super chats, those humper chats, those subscriptions, those clickety clacks. Where is the wonderful Humper Chat overlay that you made my team design that you never put up? Made? You mean yeah, this, that's right. Jimmy? Look at Look that. At that. Beautiful. beautiful. It is beautiful. Why, why didn't they make a shirt? 
I believe they did make a shirt, and I saw somebody posted a picture of it on uh, Twitter. Nah, that's different. That's a different one. That's the camel logo. I like the camel as our mascot, though. I really, really like that. But let's go ahead and get into some super chats, some humper chats. Ty says, so excited for Swerve to debut him fighting Sammy Darby and Keith Lee would be incredible. He's a big one. They have a lot of hopes for him. A lot of hopes for him. And um, isn't it amazing when you look at, say, the under 30? He's under 30, yeah? I'm sure he is. Let me look. Probably pretty close anyway. Yeah. When you I when you look 30, 31. Okay. So so when you look at say 31 and under, 30 and under, it's just so obvious WWE versus AEW. There's just a AEW's got a much stronger, younger foundation than WWE does. I mean, that's just how it is. And and people can be pro WWE and defend that all they want. It's it's reality. There, there's a much better, stronger younger era of talent in uh in aew not because they're better talents but because they're positioned better yeah that's just that's just reality and so I'm, now they're adding another one well buddy uh we are gonna have plenty of contract news um departure news a lot of stuff coming to fightfulselect.com uh guys honestly i i mentioned this on the backstage report and the q a I thought this would be like a, a churn month where we would lose a few subscribers because it's a short month, but we we're setting records every day. And guys, I can't tell you how important that is. That adds legitimacy to what we do. So thank you guys. I've got people that will hit me up now and say, Hey, I want to do interviews with you and I want it to be behind the paywall. Really? And that, yes. That's, that's pretty fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the exclusive interviews we have EC three talking about the control your narrative stuff. Uh, he has heard your concerns that it will be political or sociopolitical and considering some of the talent involved, I understand uh, he addresses that on there. He's going to join me every week, kind of like a manager for a baseball team, like kind of running down the team of the last week. We're going to go through that. Uh, so you're going to have more and more content for just five bucks. And as we get in today's topics, this show is brought to you by NordVPN.com slash fightful. We'll tell you more about them later. Riley Walker says Shaka Khan is all I need. Um, I would expect, I, I I would be shocked if they didn't use a version of that song for Swerve. Matt Rakeel says, very interesting name at Dynamite and an inevitable signing. This is huge. If both debut tonight, go subscribe to Select if you want to know. I wouldn't expect Swerve to debut tonight. I, I'm not expecting that. Um, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com to find out why. Another name that's backstage, I, I was shocked to find out about. Um, but Matt says, do you think Buddy Matthews is debuting tonight? I don't. I, but I'm teasing don't know. it. But I'm teasing don't know. it. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, they've got the, the match tonight. So I, and I think it's the black stuff. Yeah, they've been teasing I, it. I do think it's possible, but uh, we'll see. Get in those super chats. Get in those number chats. Jimmy, what do you got on the list? You know something? When I was going over topics this morning, the, the one name that I was not going to put on here was Cody Rhodes. And I, I told Sean off the air, the reason I wasn't going to do it is because he's getting bothered a lot by people. What's the latest with Cody Rhodes? Well, I'm bothering people a lot about it too. Well, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. But the I only was... thing that, that bugs me and bothers me is when I'm having like a normal conversation about like football or something and somebody drops in the replies, what's up with Cody Rhodes? Right. That shit's annoying. Like right. I, I understand not everybody subscribes to select and that's fine. Uh, you don't need, not going to hold that against anybody, but Come on, like I, a reply, what's going on with Cody Rhodes is not going to prompt me to be like, well, I was holding it back, guys, but 
Uh, but I'm I'm sending people close to the situation, the the Tyrone Biggums, Dave Chappelle, uh, GIF saying, y'all got any more of those Cody Rhodes tidbits? I need some of that. I need them. Um, there has not been a lot of movement um, when I was a- asking like, hey, WWE, w- what's going on? I would just be like, it would, the stuff I would hear was, if he comes in, if he comes in from all the talent, if he comes in, mm-hmm. I had a big report after our show last week, Jimmy, I talked to at least 10 talent in uh, WWE and th- it was unanimous, like positive, like, yeah, that would be great. That would be awesome. We like Cody. Now, again, that only reflects the number of people that I spoke to, but I mean, there were people in Saudi that were like, what do you got on this Cody thing? Like that was shocking to me. People mm-hmm. jet lagged off flights, want to know what the hell was up with <laughs> Cody Rhodes. But there, I mean, there was one top wrestler that said that they thought it was the most exciting thing in WWE in a long time if it happens. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's it's it's a possibility of hope. They're pulling somebody from the other side, and yep. this is really the first opportunity WWE's had to do that yep. because those contracts are just now coming up, Jimmy. And they they're pulling the guy. Yes. If that happens, that that'd be like AEW signing John Cena. Really? Yeah. And so you know, it's not well, the, I don't know about that. I don't know about No, John. but it's pretty it's, it's it's you know what I'm saying? Like Cody inspired the creation of AEW. He was their top guy, really. If and, AEW signed John Cena, then they then AEW would do two and a half, three million. No, no, no. Like, no, you're right. But what I'm what I'm saying is in terms of the WWE equivalent, the WWE equivalent as AEW they're guy. losing. Yeah. Sure, that's what yeah. I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, just definitely not in star power. I don't want anybody. No, to no, that's that. not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant but I, I, guys, I do hear you. I'm always working to get more Cody news. Y'all seem to like that. I mean, Jimmy, it completely swallowed up the Steve Austin news. I didn't expect that. 19 years out of the ring and him possibly coming back. And it's like this guy that a bunch of people say, nobody cares about him, swallowed up the news. Yeah. Swallowed it up. And I got to admit to you, Sean, like with all due respect to Cody, like I've never been, as a wrestling fan, I've never been a fan of Cody Rhodes as a wrestling fan. I have. Like, I, I just haven't. I, I respect, you know, what he accomplished. I respect that the first all-in show, no television deal, him and the Bucks sold out 10,000 people in Chicago. Respect all of that. Inspired the creation of AEW. I respect all of that. I've never been a fan of his as a wrestling fan. And uh, when he left WWE to see what's it three years later, four years later, that this buzz, like you said, kind of put the the potential return of Stone Cold Steve Austin, the biggest draw in the history of the business, on the back burner. It's something, man, and it's a it's a feather in in Cody Rhodes's cap for sure. And Raw this week. I love the subtle teases on Raw this week. Yes. You got Rey Mysterio talking about Miz's mystery partner, calling him an outsider. He had the Miz teasing it, saying that his partner is a celebrity and he's from a fighting family and reality star and all this stuff. Then you had Edge issue an open challenge. And some people are you know, wondering if that could be Cody, but he did say he wants the match to be phenomenal. But uh, still, he issued the open challenge and that got people kind of wondering if it could be Cody. A lot of subtle teases on Raw. There's no way Vince Man has the wherewithal to do that. Like, who's responsible for that? Because it sure as hell is not Vince Man. Um, I, I, I'm sure that Miz is very aware of it, but um, 
I'm, I'm sure that they're, I mean, I don't know who would specifically write that line. That's put me on the spot there, Jimmy. No, I, I understand. Like, does Miz have enough creative yes, power? Yes, absolutely. He's got enough trust to where he could do that. He, if he could just do to. it. And so yeah. him and Ray could talk beforehand and then they could just say it. And Vince is going to like, sure. you know, cut their throats. All right. Okay. We got Chris saying, is there too many guys in AEW and not enough TV time? Sometimes. Yeah, I think there, there, there are, but I think having that deep roster is more beneficial than it is detrimental to them. I mean, we talked before about the benefit of time off cycles and I do absolutely think the roster is too big. Uh, we'll talk a little bit later about Tony Khan and his surprise thing, because it's a crutch for him now, but I, I definitely think the roster is too big, but I, I firmly believe in the value of time off cycles. Yeah. And if you can keep doing that, especially with your mid-level, the top level guys, they're going to stay hot all the time. Yes. So I'm a believer in it. Uh, AEW is only doing television and then they got dark, you know, so that guys can get the reps in. Look at Moxley. Moxley went away for what was it? Two months, Sean, maybe. Yeah. And he came back maybe hotter than when he left. And, and this is the benefit. And if they can keep doing this, number one, guys stay uh, injury free. They can, they can heal up nagging injuries. They come back hungry. They come back excited. They got more enthusiasm. There's a lot of reasons to do it. You get it. that return pop. As you mentioned, you yep. always get that return pop. I am a Lucha says a couple of bucks to keep the dong Lord in his money dance. You think proud and powerful are up next for those tag belts? Yeah, I do. I think they're, they're being set up for that. And I think that would make a lot of sense. They are so good. They are so good. And they, this split and the win over Jericho is something that I think is very important, especially pinning Jericho. Share Delaware says, do you think any fights on dynamite will top the fight at Malibu Jacks? So did you see this on my Twitter, Jimmy? No. Okay. I had a night off Saturday after the Saudi show. Share Delaware, uh, her kids, my my friend uh, Corey, Nikita Krylov fan, and my wife went to Malibu Jacks, which is like a family arcade place, right? Uh-huh. And we were joking about fights breaking out. And then they point into the, the kitchen area and they say, hey, or the dining area, and they said, hey, there's a fight. Well, I pulled my phone out, Jimmy. Of course you And did. I filmed it. And people are slinging chairs and being thrown over tables and all this. Really? Seven people were arrested, Jimmy. There really? Were 11 cop cars. I got contacted by NBC and CBS affiliates. I was supposed to be interviewed on the air until something else happened. <laughs> wow, really? My my video got pirated and put it all put all over Facebook. It was hilarious. Uh, fortunately, nobody got hurt, but apparently there were some guns and some waistbands. Like, who? Why are wow. you bringing guns to play putt-putt golf? It's Kentucky. Come on, people. Wow. But no, none of those fights will top that. Some stupid punk says not everyone is subscribed. What are they, dorks? Matt J says Cody trolling people with the Go Big Show tweet. I haven't seen that yet. I will check it out. Tim Traver uh, of the Diecast Collective, our buddy, says just supporting my Fightful family in a few weeks, March 6th. Um, I'm going to turn 35. Buddy, uh, we appreciate you. We're sending love to you and your father. You're all, you guys are always so supportive, and you know we'll be wishing you a happy birthday. Milestone. Uh, Van Twinblade asks if we've watched Black Wrestlers Matter for St. Louis yet. Nope, haven't had the time. I've been super, super slammed. Well, apparently oh, you're 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 at uh, Putt Putt Golf, uh, you know, witnessing fights. I am. It was great. Oh boy, here we go, Jimmy. Don't say anything that will get us canceled, please. But I, I got it's it's a hot topic. I got to cover it. Tremaine says, yeah, Cody's important, but Nikita. (laughs) 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What? What? <laughs> Just your reaction. But I didn't even get to Nikita Lyons. As soon as I, as you, soon as I saw her on, name. You go. <laughs> well okay because i Here saw that was a big thing Tre- tremaine says let's just say i hope she becomes a great wrestler in the future so we can all talk about her more i've got some some mutual friends with her i've learned through my i posted that thing on twitter and i had people that were like hey i i know her that's that's faith jeffries i'm like yeah that's her but let's this is what people were talking about it's the pin yeah and let me let me just tell you, her kicks are legitimately amazing. I used to take, teach kickboxing back in the day. Great kicks. Uh-huh. But let's talk about specifically, okay, or not talk about it. I'll present it without context. This tweet went viral yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you actually posted that. Good for you, Sean. I saw that. Quote, you know, for me, quote, for me- goddamn Nikita Lyons got them shitters, end quote. <laughs> well, Jimmy... <laughs> People are like, why do you say it's plural? Well, well, Jimmy, it was 2-22-22. It's all about the twos. You got to go plural on 2 2 2 2 2 Tuesday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For me, it was more than just the pin. It was the move that led to the pin. It, it, reminded, it reminded me of John Tenta with, like, the earth, earthquake butt splash. Oh, that. Oh, I thought the kick was very, very good. Well, the kick first, but she didn't just, like, land across her for a pin. She did the earthquake jump up and boom like dropped on her like kind of like the john Tent. that's almost like you know this era i guess john Tent to earthquake splash i think she got a lot of attention builds are a little bit different jimmy i'm just saying the move itself was like this era the evolution of it you know what's fascinating to me about john Tenta earthquake he was like 25 when he feuded with hogan yes i know okay he was like 26 he was 26 that's unreal there is a newspaper article that you can Google, and it was John Tenta when he just came back from Japan and was deciding he went back to British Columbia, Canada, where he was from, and he decided, I'm going to try my hand at pro wrestling. Yeah. And if you Google it, you can find the newspaper article. He was like 21, dude, when he came back from Japan. So there's underrated. A, there, there's a black and white picture of him in the article. He looked 42. Yep. 
I mean, he he was so, so freaking underrated. Did you know that Stone Cold Steve Austin one time, and I don't know how this stuff just comes to my head, but it does. Stone Cold Steve Austin one time asked Bret the Hitman Hart, when you were in Calgary Stampede Wrestling, who were the legit tough guys in the locker room? And I think Stone Cold figured he was going to say Tonga, King Tonga, which was Haku and uh, Bad News Brown. Bret Hart said John Tenta. He said John Tenta was a legit badass. I'm not surprised. Have you seen the footage of him uh, going at it with a fella in Japan? No, I don't think I have. It's worth seeking out. Matt says, do you think fight will air revolution in the U.S. like they did with All Out and Full Gear? I don't know. I've been asking. I I, I don't want to give a yes or no answer, but I think we'll get an answer next week. Um, We've got... Angle Podcast saying, thoughts on Ziggler main eventing NXT. Where does he go moving forward on Raw? Hoping for a singles push. I like that he's doing it. I liked it back in the day when Cesaro and Titus and Tyson Kidd did it. I, I think that it's it's very good. You want Dolph Ziggler working with a guy like Braun Breaker. If I were WWE, I would have Braun Breaker on the road right now. I'd have him doing house shows with Dolph Ziggler in front of live crowds, Jimmy. It's obvious that they're not doing this for Dolph Ziggler. They're doing this for Braun yes. Breaker. And why did it take so long for them to integrate NXT and main roster? Like, how did that take so long? Because they should have been doing this the entire time. And so I think it's a great idea. I think that Dolph Ziggler is the perfect guy for Ron Breaker to learn from. And next week, they're bringing Bobby Roode back to NXT because they're going to do a tag match with Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. He's another one. Have him work with him, too. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And uh, and a guy like Braun Breaker, he can really benefit because he's still so new. He can really benefit working with some of these veterans. Alt Guru says, I'm finding NXT 2.0 more and more enjoyable now than just a month ago. Me, too. Me, too. They're starting to find some of the things that work, put people that aren't that good in situations where they'll thrive a little bit better. Alan says, why are they bringing guns? It's Kentucky. I mean, (laughs) that's like a a very tame end of Lexington as well. Josh says, sad part is um, all everyone's talking about the outfit, not her, just the wrestler. I mean, legitimately, her kicks are fantastic. I was blown away when I saw her doing like heavy bag work on Instagram. Like it takes a long time to master kicks like that. And I was like, why didn't you all lead with that instead of that terrible, terrible uh, promo that they did? Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that would have been a lot better. We have Johnny saying, if Cody is not signed to WWE, do you think it's plausible the Turner company steps in to negotiate? Um, Warner Media. Yeah. Warner Media. Ultimately, I, I think it's they, they Possibly. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but I don't know if that's already happened or not. I haven't learned anything about that, but I know that they, they've been a little more hands-on of late. But from what I understand, they had the same team when they went from TNT to TBS. They worked with like a, a team that's associated with maybe a couple different people associated. Chris Rain says, The Swerve dude made me so, news made me so happy. Huge signing for AEW. Can't wait to see what he does for them. I think he's going to be big for them. I think he's going to be a crossover star for them and do some additional stuff. And I believe that's their hope as well. Uh, some stupid punk says, paying tribute to the Kings. I'm relatively new to Twitter and ignoring at Jimmy and SRS, ignoring me on there. I have to say that the Iron Sheik Twitter is a mood. We built this city on rock and roll, beating the fuck out of Hulk Hogan. Well, I'll get you a little scoop on, on that Twitter account on the Virgil interview, my friends, but uh, I cannot humanly possibly reply to everything or else I wish I could, but I promise I'm not ignoring anybody. My stuff is so filtered up on Twitter 
that if you don't have your email verified and your phone number verified, I don't see uh, your notifications. Sorry, not sorry. And I apologize, but I don't really respond to anybody. <laughs> I just don't. Sean knows that I don't really respond to anybody. Matt wants Adam to win at Revolution. Don't we all? At least that means somebody wins. What else you got? All right, let's talk about Tony Khan. Uh, now, a couple of times on this podcast, I've talked about how, and this is my opinion, so the pro AEW people don't shit on us. This is my opinion. I have felt that Tony Khan has a tendency to tease surprises too often. I feel like it's become his crutch. I feel like outside of the top guys, character development's really lacking in AEW. Storylines outside of the top guys really lacking in AEW. And I feel like they keep going to the well with surprises all the time. And, you know, Eric Bischoff, he created this thing called Sarsa. Story, anticipation, reality, surprise, and action. He said those are necessary components to tell a great story in wrestling. So surprise is a great thing. But I think that if you overutilize it, it's going to be harder and harder to meet fan expectation. And I think that's what Tony Khan's going to run into. So this time around, last Friday on Busted Open Radio, he said that he is, quote, working on something pretty big. He didn't suggest if it was a talent signing or what it could be, but he said, quote, it would be massive. I've asked talent. They don't know. They don't know what it's about. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you a couple of things that are rumored, and, and then you can tell me if you think that it would sure. be special or whatever. One of the rumors is that he's working on a Super Show pay-per-view, uh, working with other promotions like New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, maybe the NWA. Do you consider that to be massive as 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 he i mean obviously if you get some of the top guys from japan it would be right if you get some of the top names yes that would be major i don't i don't think that's on the horizon but i could be wrong i'm happy to to be proven wrong on that but um i i think that would be big if you do like a a super show with everybody right yeah i think that'd be great another rumor is that he's going after the ring of honor tape library and I know that Ring of Honor still has plans in place, but they are now more or less going to be just an independent promotion, really. And yeah. so it's 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 viable that that could be up for grabs and that Ring of Honor could even become an AEW brand. Like, all of that is viable. Yes, I think that that would be very... I think that would fit the bill of the announcement, too, especially right. considering the footage associated with that would be major for them to finally get into, like, the documentary... Or not finally getting into the documentary game, just just getting into things right. like just like doing that in terms of signings. Can you think of anybody that would be considered massive at this stage that's available? Bray Wyatt would be massive for them, for a lot of people, for a lot of people, he wouldn't be, uh, as far as signings go, somebody is going to be mediocre to everybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yep. it'll be, it'll be minimized no matter what. Um, it it depends. Like there there are people who you might have no idea are free agents or available. Um, off the top of my head, there aren't many that I would consider massive. Uh, but while we're on the subject of signings, Swerve Strickland just uh, tweeted this little wink face out at our fightful select story of him signing with AEW. There you go. Awesome. And then I guess the other the other rumor, although I, I don't think there's anything to it, but there are suggestions that Cody might actually end up resigning with AEW. I just don't see it uh, based on everything we've heard, but there are suggestions that, that could that could still end up happening. I don't think he would bill that as massive. Right. But objectively, after the last week and a half, I can tell you that would be massive based on the business that we have done in views, in clicks, in web traffic, in 
um, subscriptions in response. Like you, you can feel however you want to feel about Cody Rhodes right. to say that there is not a massive interest in him is objectively wrong. There is, I it's second only to CM Punk since I've covered pro wrestling and we've broken some, some pretty nice stories over here. hundred percent. Yep. hundred percent. All right. And now another AEW question I'm going to ask you, I never thought I would ever ask this one, Sean, but I'm going to ask, there are unconfirmed reports, and I want to make that clear. There are unconfirmed reports that Tony Khan and AEW are supposedly trying to convince Bret the Hitman Hart to have a match. What? Yeah, I read a couple of things today about this, and there are suggestions that Dax Harwood has been wearing Bret Hart clothing a lot. Why would he always wears Bret Hart clothing? Well, he's like the biggest Bret Hart fan. The suggestion is that FTR is on board with trying to get Bret Hart to do something with AEW. What? Yes. Have you heard anything about that whatsoever? No. This is the first I've heard of it. Can you look into it for me? Yeah, I'll look into it. Look into it for me. I mean, here's the thing. When somebody said Austin. Is coming back. I said, come on. Yes. And when somebody said, when CM Punk is coming back, I said, come on. Exactly. But what? What? I swear, if you pick this up from like some dumbass troll, like I'm going to be annoyed. Like, that was, uh, it was uh, uh, Sean Ross Sapp sucks.org. Yeah. Well, I'm sure somebody's got that registered. <laughs> um, I mean, Dax is a giant Bret Hart fan. He always has been. I mean, I've, I've had conversations with him about Bret Hart matches before. Like he's, he's just a big, big fan. Uh, Ty says, this is the, just for being the best wrestling news in the industry. Thank you for keeping us fans in the loop. Well, thank you for caring. We really appreciate that. We, we really do. Uh, we are very much publicly funded and uh, it, it's very important to us that you guys subscribe and, Send super chats, humper chats, all that good stuff. Matt says, I would disagree about Tony if AEW had 12 pay-per-views a year. I don't need 12 pay-per-views from them. I like them stacking televised shows as well because, Jimmy, as we have learned, there's a big bunch of money in television rights, and they need to stack those shows. They need to show you. No, 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 you cannot miss our weekly show. They have to condition their audience like that because – when I see it dip down to 800, I'm like, eh, that's within range. If I see it dip down to 700, that's concerning to me. I 100% agree because the business model has changed. And and yeah. and that's why, again, when you think back to the 90s, when Eric Bischoff was the guy that decided, let's try pay-per-views once a month. Well, yes. back then, you were earning that revenue as a separate revenue stream for the company. It was a brilliant idea then. Yeah, it made sense then. But now, like you said, television rights is where they make most of their money now. If somebody ever comes along and says, hey, AEW, we want to give you a, a, a streaming deal and we want the streaming deal to include a live show every weekend or, or once a month yeah. on weekends. Cool. Then maybe we'll do a pay-per-view a month because we have a, a streaming deal. Until you have that, I completely agree. Stack your television show because that's where your money is. 100% agree. Thank you, Tim Traver, for another donation. Uh, Jay says, could it be something akin to the WWE Network? If I were AEW, if I were AEW, and this is very easy for me to say, sitting in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, <laughs> I would be doing two things at the same time. I'd be negotiating my next rights deal already and trying to see if I can't get an increase. And I'd be saying, hey, can we also get on HBO Max? Because that would be awesome if they had like the AEW section of HBO Max for multiple reasons. 
peacemakers on that show. You've got some natural John Cena fans there that are going to be like, oh, there's some wrestling here. And you want to be on the same streaming service as Euphoria, especially if you are after a younger demographic. If you are after 18 to 34, you want to be on the same streaming platform as that show specifically. You get on Twitter on a Sunday night, and that is all anything that anybody's talking about. Caden says, Jimmy, it was a troll tweet. Jimmy, why are you not vetting this bullshit? I so first off, I read it in a few different places. I but bet I come you did. I come on here to ask the the, the supposed legend journalist. <laughs> Jimmy, this is something that that a subscriber would ask me that, that doesn't even look up anything. Some How much time do you think I have I, I to, don't know, to, enough, to vet the stuff that we talk enough. about on the show? <laughs> it would be nice if you had a little bit more. I Some don't. This is why I utilize <laughs> Mr. Ridiculous. Journalist Sean Ross Sapp to this do is it. So ridiculous. Well, listen to this, guys. I encourage you guys to find Jimmy Van's IP and hack his bank accounts and then send me money. Because it's not going to be hard. He doesn't do any research. Right. Oh, wait. Sorry, you can't do it. You can't do it. You know why? You want to know why? Because Jimmy uses NordVPN.com slash Fightful. <laughs> so he's secured. I bet he's probably got unsecured Wi-Fi at his house. Probably doesn't even have a password on it. But he's got NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And he can get a great deal plus an additional month free when you go there. I'm a hot money. spot for my whole neighborhood, John. And Jimmy is a notorious cheapskate. He puts me up in crack houses when I come to Toronto. Hasn't even brought me to Toronto this decade, if you would believe that. Yeah, what a dick I am. This decade, he hasn't brought me to Toronto. But if he does, I won't miss my favorite shows just because they're region blocked or because I'm traveling and I'm on that nasty Wi-Fi because I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And when I'm in Canada, I can still access content from over 59 different countries, including back home, by changing my virtual location with just one click. And as I mentioned, Jimmy is a notorious cheapskate. So there's a 30-day money-back guarantee if NordVPN is not right for you. You can use it on all your devices, phone, tablet, laptop, desktop. Man, there's a whole lot of benefits to this. You can practically pay. For, it pays for itself once you subscribe to a lot of those services in a cheaper manner nordvpn.com slash fightful who is that jimmy is that brett the hitman heart that looks like him that's what somebody on twitter said your head is actually too big to put the mask on yeah you're obsessed like, that's, with my head. that's that's amazing that's amazing Tremaine says brett can challenge sammy for the tnt title ke775 says think we see a women's match at mania that doesn't involve a title yes i think there will be multiple there's way too many women on the roster yeah i mean to not do that. To not do before, it. Before you take Jimmy out of context there. Yeah. 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 Fire a bunch of them. <laughs> Too many. Go British Bulldog. There's new room for a woman in the double double F. <laughs> Bryson Yee says, speaking Did of big what? weekly shows, this, that's what he said to China. <laughs> they Did There's new room for a woman in the double double F. <laughs> Bryson says, speaking of big weekly shows, this week seems really lackluster. What's up with that? I, I, you know what? Off the top of my head, I can't like think of what's on this week's show. You mean uh, and, Dynamite? Yeah, or or SmackDown, or I didn't know anything about Raw before it aired. 
Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot. I, I think SmackDown, they're teasing Brock again. That's the only thing I can think of. Interested in Terminus and GCW this weekend, though. Jeremy says, concerns that AEW's roster is getting too big. My concern is we're going to have an SRS special about 20, 30 wrestlers. AEW decided not to re-sign. Well, okay. Again, for some people, they're going to pretend to be outraged about anything. Contracts expiring is a common thing. Uh, our deal with Shaquille Missouri expired last year. And we're like, you know what? You want to explore other options? We're fine with that. Cool. Right. Let's do that. That happens. That's business. Assigning people to big new deals and cutting them in a few months isn't, that's not a thing that usually happens. So they, I don't think you're going to see in bunches, a bunch of people leaving. You'll see people's deals expiring, some some staying, some going. Um, I do think the roster is a little big right now, but I also think that I, I like the time off that some of these people get. But then there are some people that don't need the time off that also aren't getting on TV. And that's part of the problem is when you, when you, because, because again, Tony Khan is one guy and I understand that he allows his wrestlers to have creative input, but yeah. he's the decision maker. And when you're essentially one guy, it, it's a lot for him to take on. That's why we've talked before about, I still think he's going to get burned out. I mean, when you're, you're doing the football and you're doing the soccer and you're doing this, Vince McMahon was just wrestling yeah, for, for 30 years, whatever. He was just wrestling, but then he's he got gonna, into Tony movies get and out. he got into movies and the XFL, like he did some other stuff. He did, but bodybuilding. Come on, he he wasn't just wrestling. Well, okay, bodybuilding. I think he did that as an avenue to get Lex Luger because Luger had a sure. had a, a non compete, and he did a few one offs like Sugar Ray Leonard. He promoted a fight, whatever. But for the most part, like week to week, day to day, Vince was WWF, and that was it. Drew says you're not a journalism. Matthew says, what are the plans for WrestleMania? Will we get Edge and AJ and Cody versus Seth? Cody versus Seth, I don't know. Edge and AJ has been pitched. They're alluding to it. That That is what the teases are about. Uh, but <laughs> Matt says, Jimmy needs to stop reading tweets from that Toroyano account. That's a, that's a good account. I don't even know who that is. It, very funny account. Oh, is it? All right. Alan says, Jimmy's still the undisputed fightful world champion. Well, buddy, there's not two L's in it. But I think I, own the, I think I own that domain too, I think. Yeah, you do. Bryson Yee says, should check out Prestige Crazy Show this weekend. I will not be watching much wrestling this weekend. I am going house shopping. Really? I am. Heavy ah. Metal. Yeah, finally. Finally, I can make offers. Uh, Heavy Metal Chris says, do you think Jay White turning on Geo or G-O-D? Uh, or what do you think? How would you want to see it play out in AEW? I'd prefer to see the Bucks rejoin and Bullet Club feud with Indisputed Era. The biggest free agent AEW needs is Regal. Well, I can tell you Regal does have an appearance coming up soon, but it's not for like a wrestling company. But um, I was shocked that Jay White <laughs> joined up with, with them, but I am consistently fascinated with the angles of Bullet Club these days. Like I'm, they keep me interested. They keep, I, I just don't know if it'll ever have a full on, let's tie this together with a bow and all that. I think Cody, AJ, and Finn Balor are three very important pieces that need to be involved in that story. And AJ ain't ever going to be involved in that story again. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to say never. Because I heard some stuff that may that may indicate it's a possibility way down the line. But I think that'd be very important. Um, I would like to see the Bucks just rejoin Omega and we'll, we'll kind of see where that goes and see if 
they can do some Bullet Club integration. If Tony's announcement is a big super show, there's no reason this can't happen. For sure. For sure. And we've got a Matt J. Hendricks saying Jay White turning on Bullet Club members is the new norm now. That it is. That it is. Joel Wood says, sorry, I'm late, but are we still the belief that, that Cody's coming to WWE? Where do you see Gargano going now that Candice has had her baby? Um, I don't think, I think it's 50-50 Gargano to AEW or WWE. I don't think he knows right now. I, I do believe Cody's still coming to WWE. I just don't know if it's imminent. Ultimate Boiler says, in my dream world, I'm imagining no one answers. Edge's call it mania. Styles comes out. They get ready to ring the bell. Then smoke and mirrors hits. I think you advertise Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. I don't think you... No, you don't have I, to, Sean. I don't think, think so. I, don't I think, think you, you want to sell some tickets there. I think you do want to sell some tickets. Mm, I don't know because like most, a lot of their money now comes off that Peacock deal, which you're going to get sure. regardless. But they want to so, put asses in seats. That's for damn sure. Maybe for the aesthetic they do. Yeah, I don't know. I, the aesthetic see, I, for the money too. They still yeah, want to make that money. I'm still a big believer in, you know, whereas Tony Khan uses surprises too damn often, yeah. WWE maybe sometimes doesn't use them enough. Like, I'm still a believer in having surprises at the right time, whether it be at Mania, whether it be the Raw after Mania. There's still times, I think, that they should pull in that stuff I, I think they were in just a different situation in the last couple of years. I, I do. I'm granted um, they were with COVID for sure. While we, we've got plenty more Super Chats, but there's still a few topics we haven't even touched on. Bobby Lashley, Montez Ford, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick's back with WWE in a creative role. I'm told this happened a long time ago. You know what? I posted something on Twitter. I noticed when this word, when the word got out about this, there were surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, because social media, there was a lot of criticism and negativity yeah. about how can he do that? They fired him twice. How can he do that? And I saw that and I thought to myself, he's just a regular dude. He's got bills to pay. He's making a living. Let the guy make a living. You Let know what I mean? Let the guy surf. Let him surf, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, let him surf. Let him surf. Let him well, surf. WWE needs more 30-something-year-old guys that have wrestled and have life experience. I mean, oftentimes you see WWE writing, and you're like, who wrote this? L look at Drake Maverick's wife. The guy knows something about life experience, okay? <laughs> like, the guy the guy can relate to the wrestlers on the screen. I think it's very important to have a person like Drake Maverick on the creative team. Well, he responded to the news about his new job, and he posted a message on his LinkedIn page of all places, and he basically explained that he's happy with his in-ring accomplishments uh, and now he has the opportunity to expand his horizons even further in the industry that he loves. So good for him, man. Good for him. He, he, seems, he seems like he's happy that the, the guy can make a living. And like you said, he's a guy in the right age demo who's got in-ring experience. And so let's see what he can bring to the table. Yeah. Now, being From a writer I, there is a thankless job. We've heard yes. that, you know? Yes. From what I understand, it was never a doubt. Like, he would be remaining with the company in some capacity. Right. Uh, so, and he never even got to his free agency period. So I think that this was probably a plan all along. Right. Matt says AEW's roster may be bloated, but they're also allowed to wrestle elsewhere, which is a benefit. Plus they have four shows. That is also a very good point. I like the squash matches when people say, Oh, they're doing it to pad stats. It's fake. <laughs> it's fake. Not real. <laughs> Alan Marks. Damn them. I know. Pad, pad those uh, predetermined stats. Alan Marks, thank you so much for all the super chats you've sent in today. I greatly appreciate you. He says, I think the Bullet Club angle needs Jay White versus Kenny Omega. I do too. I think it'd be great. 
Joel Woods got a good one. He says, debut Cody at the March 14th in Jacksonville Raw. Oh, that would be Troll big. level would be enormous. I agree, yeah. Joel. I think that would be a real good one. That'd That's be interesting. A, I didn't even know they were heading there. Phillips says, who would you consider to be the face of AEW? Like, who is their John Cena, Roman Reigns? Well, Jimmy said earlier it was it was Cody. I thought it I was. Would, I would say Kenny Omega. Mm, I'm almost reluctantly thinking Jericho. I don't. Yeah, I, I know that there's a certain sect of the fan base now that thinks that he's kind of passe and whatnot, but he was he was the MVP for their first year without question. Yeah, maybe the Bucks even the Bucks are you know because they they inspired along with Cody the first All In show. Yeah, so maybe even Punk Sean in yeah. terms of like the the face the name right now maybe. Yeah. Tom Brady asks if there's any possible way he's back with WWE with Gargano. Yes, I think there's a very solid chance that he's back with WWE if they pay him the right kind of money. And he's a Sean guy, right? Sean Michaels? I mean, yeah. I hope he's a Sean Ross Sapp guy. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I would love that. <laughs> Matthew Ham says at WrestleMania, it'll be Damian Priest versus Demon Balor for uh, the U.S. Championship, as well as Riddle versus Orton. Yeah, considering they're having the, the Priest-Balor match next week on Raw, I would fully expect it to also be at WrestleMania, knowing WWE. But... um Riddle and Orton would be good too. I think those are good matches to add to this show. Matt says, I'm more likely giving up on SmackDown next week for Batman. That's understandable. I get that. Uh, and Jace says, please give me Hangman and G.O.D. versus Omega and Bucks versus White and Good Brothers versus Undisputed. I think you got to have one that's just a Bullet Club War too, but Blood and Guts with something like that or Stadium Stampede with something like that, I think could be a lot of fun, Jimmy. It's a lot of talent in one matchup, Sean. Stadium Stampede or Blood and Guts. That's how you do it. But yes, I, I would love, I want to see a bow put on that. Let's talk about Montez Ford. Tremaine says Vince won't listen, but even The Rock knows Montez is money and can be the guy. Unfortunately, this isn't a common thing with guys like him. You know what? I feel like I have been talking for, it feels like two years. Every, every time we talk about it. Yeah, about two guys. I always put over Chad Gable and I always put over Montez Ford. And I've done it hundreds of times, it feels like. Finally, Chad Gable is getting his due and he's crushing every segment. And he is now a featured attraction on Raw. Montez Ford is the other guy that I've always put over. And he got one match with Roman Reigns. He got one singles match with Roman Reigns. And he did a good job in that singles match with Roman Reigns, but he continues to be just running in quicksand every single week. I don't get it. I look at him. I see a superstar. And when I see the rock, so basically what happened was Montez Ford was interviewed by Ryan Satin and he, he really put over the rock because the rock was his guy when he was younger and the rock on Instagram responded with a really positive message uh, to Montez Ford. And this was the last thing the rock said. He said, what a and guy. When, he said, and when you become world champion one day, I'll be right there rooting you on. My question for you is, this man doesn't listen to uh, his fan base. He sure as fuck doesn't know who I am. Do you think that maybe having somebody like The Rock publicly put over Montez Ford might be enough for them to think, you know what, let's let's give him a chance? No, because Steve Austin pretty much did the same thing with Cesaro publicly. And when Vince was of more sound mind, he said, got to grab that grass, brass ring, pal. And Cesaro never got there. Never got there. And a lot of people can say a lot of things about promos. Boy, did I hear it this week when people claim that Shelton Benjamin couldn't cut a promo or wasn't charismatic. Buddy, I have watched too many people reach the top of WWE without being able to cut a promo or any of that. 
and have less than what Shelton Benjamin has. Then you're talking about Montez Ford, who has that. He's got everything. Not Montez a, Ford's got everything. A superstar family. Everything. He's got. Yeah. And, and like, you know, now I wouldn't necessarily want them to do with him and Bianca what they did with Seth and Becky because that was annoying. Of course. But Bianca Elite and Montez Ford, he's just got everything. And and I know some people sometimes whenever I put over Montez Ford, they'll say, well, what about Dawkins? What about Dawkins? And don't get me wrong. He's a good talent, too. But with all due respect to him, Montez Ford is single superstar in the making. But I just feel like Vince doesn't see it. Like, he's just got yeah. the guy out there every week doing the same promo where they talk about what's going to be on the show that week. He's got he's doing the same shit. And it feels like it's been four years. He's been doing the same shit on the main roster. Yep. I'm ready. It's a I'm ready shame, for them. man. I'm ready for some layers. I'm ready for some layers. Yes. yes. Speaking of Joel Wood says, I love you, Sean, but you can't drop a nugget. Like I'm hearing something about AJ and bullet club down the line and play it off. Like we won't notice. Sure. I can. Thanks for your 10 bucks. <laughs> uh, and don't but, forget Sean, Sean did post on select that AJ signed a new multi-year deal. So it's not like you're yeah. going to see anything tomorrow anyway. Yeah. I mean, uh, we had some people say, Oh, well, didn't observer say that. Uh, yeah. they, Dave mentioned it on the podcast. There was no article about it. Right. So I kept asking and I asked and I asked and I asked. And I nagged people for six or seven weeks. Right. And I got the confirmation. AJ Styles has re-signed a multi-year deal. Huge money, Jimmy. And he deserves every dime. 100%. 100%. Uh, full details on that on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. Um, even if you're like, well, it, it, it appears on other news sites pretty quickly. <laughs> and Reddit. And Reddit. Support what we're doing. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Matt says AJ and Jeff Hardy are notoriously bad promos, but former WWE champions. I don't think AJ's a bad promo. I don't I think, either. I think he's a great promo. I agree. Jeff is. Yes. Jeff is. Yeah. Jeff had that something. Yes. Um, have you seen Jeff on Broken Skull Sessions? Yes, I have. I I couldn't watch it all. It was bad. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it all. Yeah. Just not good. Chad says, "Have you heard anything about AEW having interest in Athena, Mia Yim, Nixon Newell, or Tony Storm?" I don't think they're interested in Mia. I've heard of some talks with Athena. I haven't heard anything on Nixon and Tony as of yet. I think there should be. I think all of them should get a shot. If you have the opportunity to book all four of them, see how they work with your locker room, see how that goes, and possibly bring them in because that transforms your roster. Those four names transforms your roster. Um Laredo said, uh, how do you see AEW and WWE in five years in general? Uh, I think AEW will have a higher profile than they have now. I think they will have gained positive momentum. And I think WWE will be owned by a different company. I think they'll be owned by a content company. Possible. They're, they're, they're both going to get an increase in their rights. Yeah. Because that's just the trend of where things are going with live content. So they're both going to get an increase. WWE is probably going to continue. Even though they're eroding fans and they're eroding in popularity, they're probably going to just continue to become more and more profitable because that's just where things are going with uh, live content, sports content. We're, we're heading down the home stretch, guys. I got to finish up at 3.55. So I'm going to get through these super chats. Colt says, I love Sean's troll voice. Johnny says, is WWE give it up on Omos? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything wrong with him having a week off after winning a handicap match. That's one of the things that I mentioned I like about AEW. You don't just see the same people every week. I don't need to see Omos wrestle. Every I don't week. think they know what to do with him. I, I think that I think Vince's whole thing was, okay, let's split the team because Vince wants to split every team. Yes. And once 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 he decided let's split the team, that's it. He had nothing else for Omos. I, I keep saying, like, in the ring, I don't see it. On the mic, I don't see it. I don't see I it from a present standpoint. The money I see in Omos is who knocks him off his feet first, who slams him first, who pins him first. Remember him and Lashley? Yes. Crown went ape shit. 
Yes. So I agree. They got to use him better. I agree. K775 says, do you think we see Lita again? Yes, I absolutely do. After that performance, I thought she was a little rusty with body language, but right. she, I thought she did really, really good in that match. It was so much better than I had even imagined. I thought they would have a five, six minute play the hits match. And both of those women were doing new things. Uh, so salute to Lita and, and Becky for having a good match and not just not just resting on like, oh, well, we could just play the hits and get away with that. They had a fun, good match. Yeah, and Lita keeps on suggesting that she's got a run left in her too. So I don't think she was thinking one and done. Daniel says, my question is, why is there anybody you think would be good in a faction that would be a complete surprise? Mine is Orange Cassidy in the House of Black. That would be funny. That'd you be mean all of them together? Yeah, that'd be, I mean, probably just Orange Cassidy. That'd be very funny, but... um. I mean, there's a lot of them. I personally think Johnny should pop up and give best friends some legitimacy uh, from on a main, main event level. I think that would be really good. Joel says, I'm worried that a content company buying WWE would be bad long-term. Wrestling companies not owned by wrestling people don't have a good track record. Buddy, WWE right now doesn't have a good track record being owned by a wrestling guy. Uh, I think they would probably put somebody in charge that would... The content cr creation companies, I think, are smart enough to know with an investment like that they need somebody else to run that. Like they got to have somebody. They have a better show runner. I, I think it comes down to, are they going to have things like standards or practices? And sure. Cause that's basically what WCW ran into. Let's see. Um, Lashley. Some super punk talks about, well, let me get through these chats. Okay. Some super punk says I pitched TK buying ROH and other, uh, some slight directives, letting them run independent until you have crossover stories and annual events. Almost all of my tweets are just jokes anyway. Like how you discuss Cody, turning heel then he joins wwe i i wish tony khan would buy a uh, ring of honor honestly i just for the video library i think that'd be fun real take sports says was having a rough day at work and saw you and jimmy were live and it cheered me up thanks for a great show thank you so much we're glad that we can even cheer you up it's amazing and what the mask can do sean it is well let's talk about lashley because we got to wrap up uh okay so today it says that he's he's got a shoulder injury that sucks so i have you heard how it happened because i went back and watched the rumble match and you know how bobby was taking those germans that's the rumor okay because he started did you notice that he was turning his body on the landing yes that is the rumor i haven't okay. confirmed it though okay so so anybody if you uh if you got the network or peacock if you go back and watch the match lashley started turning his body on the landing on the germans and yeah. it was very noticeable that he was doing it and so uh when when i heard that it was supposedly a shoulder injury it would make sense to me that's why he was turning his body and i want to say one thing about brock lesnar uh and you know sean i've long been a fan of brock lesnar i put him over all the time on this podcast how many times have they done elimination chamber matches now sean for years and years and years, right? Not once has a guy ever gotten in there and he looks at the other guy in a pod and he goes up and he breathes on the pod to fog it up, draws an X on it. He's he Brock gets Lesnar, it. he's man. the best. He, he is, is next level. He is awesome. Give me and give me more years of this Lesnar. He's excellent. And when I saw him do that, I would love to know. Was that just improvised, or did he check earlier in the day that the material could even oh, do that? Oh, I bet it was improvised, buddy. I oh. bet it was improvised. He gets it. It was fantastic. All, fantastic. Brock Lesnar, also a guy that people said couldn't cut a promo. How about that one? Yes, yes. Matt says Lashley holding his arm during the Lesnar match makes more sense now. That it does. Uh, and Rob Reed says Damian Priest saying he wants to face Mania or main event level talent. 
is that possibly Cody's Mania match? Not that I've heard. I haven't heard that ever brought up. As I think, we wrap I think up, people, sorry to cut you off again, I, I think people would find it disappointing if Cody's not in there with a main event level guy yes. right out of the shoot. Nothing guys, against Damian Priest. Yeah, guys, we're cutting off Super Chats at this point, as mentioned in the chat. Matthew Ham says, what matches do you think will happen at Mania 38? I think Rollins, Cody, if they can make it happen. Um, AJ Edge, I would love to see the Divas of Doom against Boston Hug Connection. Like, I would love to see that match. Is Bailey ready to go? I don't know. But that's what I would love to see. I want to see that very, very badly. JW Pringle wraps us up and says, before we end for the day, mental health moment, if you think you need help, please reach out. You're loved and worthy. It can be difficult to do, but it's in your best interest. We need you here with us. That we do. Every time he sends that, I mention to you guys, uh, head over to NAMI Communicate on Twitter. I've done a lot of work with them uh, for their fundraisers and their walks and stuff like that. They are a fantastic cause. If you want to donate to some good uh, kitties and doggos in my area, I'm on Cameo now. I'll roast you. I'll say nice things about you. Head over there. Find me. But find me at FightfulSelect.com. I'm about to run over and do Quizzlemania now. Bye, Jimmy. We're I can't, out. I can't wait to watch that live. Bye.